right, ladies and gentlemen, really quick, I just want to tell you about one of our fantastic sponsors, and that is Soldier Girl Coffee Company. So if you are watching the video, you can definitely check out the screen share here. I'm on our website, and you can go to affiliates, or this will be changing to sponsors soon, and click on Soldier Girl Coffee. As it says on the website, Soldier Girl Coffee is a veteran-owned company. Uh, they definitely provide the absolute best coffee I've ever had. Uh, it definitely has the pick-me-up that I need in the morning. If we check out her website, of course, down in the right-hand corner, you can definitely chat with her. You can get exclusive discounts. Discounts she offers to our listeners uh, just by putting your email address in the box on the website. Uh, as you can see right here, she has French vanilla cream, 100% Colombian snickerdoodle Hawaiian hazelnut, and she offers regular as well as CBD-infused coffee. So be sure to go and check out her website. Of course, you can get there by going to our website at businessandbrewshow.com slash soldier-girl-coffee, or you can just click the link in the show notes and it'll take you right here. You click on view products and it takes you over to shop around. She even has a little bit of merch. I know when I ordered uh, my bag of Colombian roast, uh, I really, really enjoy Colombian roast and she has the best Colombian roast that I have ever had. Uh, and of course is a veteran owned business, but I got a sticker as well as a thank you note. Uh, so I really enjoy that so now i have my very own soldier girl coffee mug that i can drink my soldier girl coffee out of so once again right now exclusive discounts just for our listeners everybody drinks coffee whether you're a veteran or a business owner you're going to need it you're going to need it for your staff you're going to need it for your break room you're going to need it for your house so go ahead right now click the link in the description in the show notes uh, right here right now and go get some soldier girl coffee today ladies and gentlemen i am super excited and absolutely have to tell you about a phenomenal way to build your website and keep it up to date my name is Ryan Smeltz, host of the Business and Brew Show and co-host of Veteran Talk Show. And if you are watching this, I want you to pay close attention to my screen share. This is the website of the Business and Brew Show. And the way I am talking about keeping your website, building it, getting it up to date and having it managed is by online Rob. So Rob is absolutely phenomenal. And what I absolutely love about this is he was able to customize the website exactly how I asked him. So as you can see, the homepage has a ton of different pictures from different episodes. Of course, here on the episodes page, you're able to listen on your favorite platform, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Public, iHeartRadio, uh, or CastBox. Uh, you can connect with us, of course, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, listen to uh, the five most recent episodes right here on the website. And of course, you can find our sponsors such as Soldier Girl Coffee and of course, Online Rob. So the best thing about this is, as you can see on my screen, if you're watching, uh, Online Rob is a veteran-owned small business. He will design, build, and manage the entire website for you. That comes with free unlimited updates, a domain name, your business email, and a logo if you need it. All included for our listeners is only $2.99 per year. As it says right on the screen, there are absolutely no contracts and no hidden fees. I handed this to him. He had it back within a very short amount of time. And anytime I need an update or have a question, he is there to help out. So I strongly encourage you, once again, for our listeners, you can go to businessandbrewshow.com slash online dash Rob, or you can click on the link in the show notes. Uh, if you are not watching the video version, the link is definitely in the show notes. Be sure to check out our website. I'm super happy with his work. I'm really excited that I no longer have to figure out where to get an SSL, how to install it. I don't have to install the pixel for my Facebook ads. I don't have to manage any of the analytical tools such as Google Analytics, and I don't have to figure out how to connect the domain or set up a business email. He handles all of that for me for the low price of $2.99 per year. So once again, for our listeners, Online Rob offering this exclusive deal, be sure to go check it out. Make sure when you fill out the form, 
you put that you heard about him from us in the How Did You Hear About Us box uh, business and Brews show or Veterans Hall show. Of course, you can always use my name, Ryan Smeltz. And no longer as a business owner will you have to build and manage your own website. Have online Rob do it for you. Take advantage of this exclusive deal, only $2.99. Per year. Best of all, he can handle everything from, of course, a podcast to an e-commerce site. Uh, no matter what kind of business you run, Online Rob can handle it for you. So go right now, click on the link, fill out the form, take advantage of this exclusive offer, and be sure to put the show name in his How Did You Hear About Us box. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome to the Business and Brews podcast, where our mission is to highlight local businesses and shed light on different industries. Welcome back to the Business and Brew Show. My name, of course, is Ryan Smeltz. I'm super excited for today's episode uh, because I have with me Chelsea and Amanda who do physical therapy. So really quick, Chelsea, Amanda, tell us who you are and what you do. So we are the owners of Evolve Physical Therapy in Fuquay, and we are both doctors of physical therapy. Nice. That's super exciting. So uh, before we hit record, I heard six years and two years of experience. So y'all about to retire. <laughs> well, a little, a little far from retirement. <laughs> It's a um, little bit. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is pretty exciting because I'm very unaware of, um, I'm, I'm sure there is now, but most physical therapy takes place in person. Um, so tell us uh, about like where you're located and, and kind of how you decided on that location. And then um, maybe we can move into kind of your niche target market, if you will. So we, um, so when we, like um, Chelsea had said earlier, we just started um, mid-July. Uh, so we wanted to kind of keep our kind of costs low as we were starting a business. So we um, talked to some gym, local gyms, and actually found um, a spot in a CrossFit gym um, here in Fuquay. So we like actually rent a space from them, which is really nice because we're able to use all their gym equipment. Um, which is different than like more of a typical PT. So we, we try to, we're, we're trying to establish ourselves as different than standard PT. So we're not just giving people like TheraBands and things like that. We're like getting you in the squat rack. We're getting you doing deadlifts, overhead presses, that sort of thing. So we wanted to find a place that we were able to like do that with our patients. So right now that was like the best thing we could do is like, um, let's have like our own office. Let's rent a space from a gym, like use all their equipment. So we are um, located in CrossFit South Wake. If you know where, um, uh, what is it now? Bluegrass Bagels is, have you been there? No, um, I feel like I know about like two places in Fuquay, uh, <laughs> Vicious Fishes and then the warehouse where I work. <laughs> <laughs> the, where, the warehouse from where you, where you work is not, from when I looked it up, it's not overly far, probably about a five minute drive. Um, okay. And we're kind of like on the road down to Holly Springs. Okay. Okay. I know, I know where you're talking about. I also, um, I just caught up with him the other day. Speaking of Holly Springs, I know Nick, uh, one of the owners of Trek CBD, and he's up there in Holly Springs right off the, I guess it'd be 55, right there oh, where all the, all the new stuff is. Yeah, that's like right where we're at, like right off 55. 
Okay. So like right on the border of Holly Springs and Fuquay, which is really nice because then like it's great for for us because patients can come from Holly Springs like right in the middle. So yeah, kind of like like deep into Fuquay. <laughs> that, that's cool. So a lot of experience. Sounds like you just got this started. Um, so I'm always interested. I like an origin story. Uh, where, you know, where, how did you guys meet? Where did you come up with the idea for like the name and the business model and, and kind of what brought you from your, your previous experience to, to where you're at now? So we were actually both working together, um, at a corporate office and just hit it off, became friends. We both live in Fuquay. We both have dogs and we're like, Hey, we should hang out. So we hit it off there. And, uh, the office that we were working in and more of a traditional PT setting, it's pretty busy. Um, a lot of overlap of patients and um, shorter sessions for patients and just felt like we weren't giving patients the care, the best care that we could actually give them. So we, Amanda really started, started hearing some things that in the PT world, people were talking about branching out and being cash-based and going independently. Um, because then we're, we, we were able to run the show as opposed to insurance companies running the show. And um, that kind of started in, I guess, late 2020. It was like, hey, this would be pretty cool if we did it. And that, that was said a few times. <laughs> and then finally, I don't even know what, what flip switched. What switch? We what? started like, take, we did start taking like some classes, listening to some podcasts, mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. and we were like, we could do this. Yeah. Like, this is, we could do this. Like, we could live from home. We both, like, Chelsea has a seven month old, and like, me and my husband, like, want to start a family. So, we're like, this is great. We can, like, be home, like, make our own schedule, like, give patients super good care. So, um, we ended up, so we ended up, like, starting kind of from there mm -hmm. um and so we started like mid-july um it was probably not the most ideal time chelsea had just had a baby my husband was deployed <laughs> like it was like it was probably like the busiest time yeah. we could have like had like started this business it was like oh let's do the crazy all at once why not because even when we were looking for we were looking at different gyms and looking for the space to rent and like amanda had said we didn't need huge space we have a little office space enough for our two tables treatment tables but then we use the gym and really try to work around the class times too. So we have the gym just open to ourselves for whatever equipment we need. Um, so when we were going out and talking to the gym, I was just getting more and more pregnant. And they're like, so when are you starting? And I was like, well, I'm going to step away for a little bit. And so Amanda really took the reins in the beginning. And she was running the show as I was trying to text here and there at home. Um, so anyway, that, that was all happening in like winter and spring of 2021. And then we've really in September was really when we started to get busier and busier. And it's been like really great. Cause like Chelsea was saying, since we're cash based, like we're not doing like, um, like people can submit to their insurance, but it's um, like, it's not through us. So that means like the insurance, like can't dictate our care. We've actually noticed our patients have gotten like so much like better, so much faster compared to like, um, like our old clinics we were working at. So like the high quality care we're able to give, like we're able to do one-on-one -on -one with our patients for like, 60 minutes they if they're established with me or Chelsea they stay with us the whole time they can text us like it's just been really great and I, I think people enjoy the high quality care so we're like all right let's stick to it so here we are yeah that's that's awesome uh, about to have a baby and starting a business so I guess you don't really want to hear anybody's excuses <laughs> yeah figure it out that's yeah. <laughs> 
figure now, it out. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> I say that, but no, we have, we both have very supportive partners. So that has been a, a very big help for, for letting us kind of jump into this. Like they've both been very supportive and just like, Hey, if you want to do it, go for it. Let's see what happens. Nice. That's awesome. So, um, I'm, I'm definitely curious, uh, you know, you guys talked a little bit about how you're cash based. Um, I'm, I'm interested in, okay, for example, one of the uh, chiropractors I had on Harmony Chiropractic, they're focused on like family care. Um, so kind of all around mom, dad, baby type stuff. Um, do you guys have like a specific client um, where, you know, you you try to work with those types of people or is it just the, the cash-based though insurance type deal? Um, so I would say like for us, our niche is really like the active adults. Um, more people who are like, you know, weekend warriors doing like already, you know, have their workout regimen and like more of the youth athletes. Like we really like the active population. So like we can get them like doing higher level things versus like what we were doing more in the corporate world where it was more just like TheraBands and balance stuff. Like we, we really enjoy that like higher level of training. So yeah. I'd say, and, and within that, that's kind of how we've branched out and then found the, the younger like youth athlete population from parents reaching out to us. I'm like, Hey, I looked at your stuff and my son does this. Would you, would you work on that? And we were both athlete athletes growing up and still really love that. So we've kind of been diving into that more and more the, the student athlete population, which has been fun. Yeah. So you guys started, uh, basically, you know, well into the whole pandemic thing. Uh, but you were obviously still, uh, working, uh, during that. So what, what impact did you see COVID have on the uh, physical therapy world and, and your positions at that time? And, and what did, what did you do or what did your organization do to kind of work through that and overcome those challenges? So I would say in the beginning of the pandemic, it was a, it was a big hit, which I know now that's two years ago. Um, but so that was a, a big, cause no one really knew what was going on, how it was being transferred and what, what we could do. And now that we've yeah. learned more about it. Um, so in, in then I'd say a lot of people dropped off from, from physical therapy because thankfully not, not life threatening. You don't need to come to us when, if there's a life threatening issue, thankfully. Um, but then as we've learned more and more people are, and we're continuing now at our, our own practice at Evolve, um, keeping up with just cleaning everything as much as we always did. We're still masking up. Um, and honestly with that, I haven't noticed anything crazy. Like no, I think people are very comfortable with it. Yeah. I think people actually enjoy like, because we're so like, we're smaller, like, um, versus like the big corporate clinics is like, it's just me and you in there. Um, you know, so it's not like you're in a, in a PT gym with like, I don't know how many people do it. Used, like at least 20 people could be oh, yeah. at a time at our old place that we worked at. Cause there's multiple therapists. So there's each therapist might have two patients. So uh, yeah, it was a lot. There was, there could have been at least 20 people in the, in the area at a time. And we're trying not to keep people on top of each other, but again, insurance kind of dictates things and you need to get these patients in and you need to treat however many people so I can justify paying your salary. So that's why that was so crazy busy. But 
like yeah. Amanda saying, that's not at all what we do. So it is, it's just one-on-one. It's yeah. just us. People love it. Very private, very personalized. Yeah. My experience with physical therapy is minimal. Um, so I had an injury while I was in the army and obviously physical therapy was a part of that. And then later on became a part again. And I'm just, as you're talking, I'm, I'm picturing like, um, I guess you could say I got one-on-one, um, because they would come over, but it was like, they would set me on an exercise and have me do that while they went over there. Um, and then once I kind of got into the routine, it, it was very much independent. Um, obviously if I needed help, it was available, but it, this was also, you know, you're talking 2013, 14 timeframe, um, when I was going, when I was getting out and the, obviously the clinic was very crowded. Uh, so I, I just can't imagine that. And I also am picturing what you're talking about with like the insurance companies kind of putting constraints on that and how you, it sounds like you've basically figured out how to detach your business from that. So you're no longer restricted. It, it sounds like your patients have a, a lot more freedom, flexibility, and uh, to, to people who, who care a little bit more about the individual than this thing hanging over them uh, for so long. So um, what has been, you know, just talking some more about like your model and the setup, what's been the feedback that you receive from those individuals? And what are some things that they really like about the fact that you guys are kind of separated from the insurance companies? So a big one is no surprise bills. So you ever go to the doctor and you think things are all good and you paid your copay and everything's fine. And oh, I paid for that lab. And then three months later you get a bill and you think, well, what the heck is this? What did I get done? But it's <laughs> those extra things. Or they denied it. <laughs> yeah. Like we had patients that would like, oh, this has been denied. And you're like, oh, wow, you have $3,000 you owe now. <laughs> yeah. So it's those like, oh, wait, no, we were only going to cover 10 visits, not 15. It doesn't matter that you had surgery, figure it out. So that's a big thing. It's everything is up front. What, what our cost is, what you're going to owe from now until then, that's it for these sessions. If you choose, and we always say to our patients, we're, our goal is to teach you how to take care of your body so you don't have to see us anymore. If you want to see us because you like seeing us and you want to work on other things and, and continue to work preventatively, by all means. But it's very upfront with, all right, with this issue, this is what we think you need. This is how much it's going to cost. And then that's, that's it. So I'd say that's a big one. That's different. Yeah, I think that's a big one. And then something else too, that kind of, um, we haven't talked about yet, that kind of helps spiral us into why we wanted to do this. We had a lot of patients, like when we were in the corporate world, they would finish their PT sessions and look at us and say, now what? And we're like, well, you're good now. And they're like, yeah, but I want, like, can I come see you once a month? Like just to maintain and like insurance won't allow you to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so our patients like really love that. Like once they finish with us, they're like, so can I come see you just like in two months? Just make sure things are fine. I'm like, yeah, we'll just, mm -hmm. we'll just do an appointment, make sure things are good. And like, and we actually have a lot of patients, like after they finish, they, they actually like keep up with like once a month, like we have like a continuity where people can. Um, sign up for like a cheaper rate for just as more of a maintenance and people like really like that because they they get scared after they finish PT they're scared that they're going to lose their progress or I need someone to check in and tell me to do my exercises so I think that's another big one too that people like yeah and then 
like we've already talked about, like that just individual one-on-one, we've had many of our patients, most of our patients have been to PT in the traditional, at the traditional clinic, in the traditional model, and have said to us, like, this is not at all how that was. <laughs> like I was there for 45 minutes with one or two other people, just like you're saying, they would put me on a table and say, okay, Ryan, you're going to start with this. I'll be back in five minutes or the arm bike or the, yeah, 10 minutes. <laughs> something, something to kind of take up time. Um, while they're going and finishing with their other patient that came in a half an hour before you. And it's a lot of that overlap and, and you lose, you're not really able because of the time constraint and because of what you're able to work on in that time constraint, you're really not able to fully work on people's goals. Like Amanda said, some people, okay, you're done. Your knee, your knee is feeling good. You can walk throughout the house. You can walk your dog a mile. You're good. And then they say, well, actually I run triathlons. Like I want to, I want to do more. And that's when we used to have to say, sorry, (laughs) that's as much as we can do for you here. And so now that was because like we said, we really love that population. That's now that's like, okay, cool. Let's work on it. Let's work on every part of that. And uh, it's just being very specific to patients' goals, whatever they may be, whether it's returning to baseball or, I mean, some people too have chronic back issues and they're like, you know what? I have grandkids and I can't pick them up. So, all right, that's what we're doing. That's cool. Yep. <laughs> that's exactly it. It doesn't have to check off the boxes of, well, can they do, can they walk that mile? Can they do the stairs? Can they get up from a chair? Things that are much less functional than the the majority of the population that we want to work for. We want to work with. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I, I would say I, I like, all of those things as well. Uh, no <laughs> surprise bills at the top of the list there. Um, so I, I'm definitely curious because obviously you guys aren't necessarily going to be as outlandish as some of the larger clinics because you're a small business. Um, so you don't have the insane support staff as well as uh, extremely expensive uh, equipment that you know may or may not make sense for those larger clinics. But um, it, you know, your cash base. So in, in my head, that means, uh, you know, COD, uh, when I, I pay when I leave at the, the counter or whatever. Um, so if, uh, I guess, uh, <laughs> I, I don't like talking about people's prices, uh, on the, <laughs> on the show, but I'm, I'm curious, like, uh, my, the, the dentist, uh, Jeff Lemura, I had on a while back. He's obviously my dentist now. Um, he has like different programs or whatever, like one is a membership. Another one is, um, like, you know, buy one, get one discount or whatever. Like, do you guys have memberships or programs or stuff like that, that might make it more affordable for someone who maybe needs the care? Um, but isn't able to fork out the larger institutional dollars uh, to take mm-hmm. care of it. Yeah, so what we do, everyone has an initial valuation just so we're make sure we're covering all our bases and giving you the best care, checking it, checking out everything we need to check out. And then we do have patients, like Amanda said, do continuity, so a once monthly cost, um, which is much less than our typical visit. Um, most of the time our patients are doing that after they've had, like if they come in with a certain pain, we're taking care of that pain. And this is just our, our monthly checkup and avoiding any, any new pains. Um, but then we have different packages where our, our prices range depending on how long um, the patient will, is needing to come to care, depending on how, how severe their injury or their issue is. And with that too, we always, we understand it's not, yeah, it's not 
we're, everyone's not always able to just, all right, one, one upfront cost. Um, we work with our patients, every single one of them, if whatever we need to do, whatever, however we need to break it down to. So that's always. Yeah. Sorry. I was gonna say, if like the package is like, Hey, I can't pay that up front. Like, all right, like we'll, we'll come up with like a payment plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing like standard. It's just like, we'll sit like, Hey, what could you do? So we yeah. try to keep it like very, um, like personal and very like, Hey, like we, we want to like work with you. We want to help you. Like we'll do whatever we can to like make this work for you as well. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> me and my fiance one time went to a, a dance thing. I basically got us a dance class for her birthday one year, uh, which turned into a recurring dance class, like once a month <laughs> or once a week or something. Um, but then it, it was kind of weird to me because they like took it and it was like, all right, six dance classes for $600 or something. And I was like, all right, that's fine. But it just feels weird, you know, 600 bucks for six classes. What are my options? And they were like, well, you can pay per class. And, and so there was no real benefit to either paying per class, like $100 versus the $600 lump sum. So I was, I was like, I, that, that didn't make any sense to me, but uh, that, that was just me going off on a tangent, but any, no, I, anyways, that's, that's nice. That's very similar to uh, a lot of the other businesses. And I, I mean, honestly, I think my favorite thing about you guys is when someone comes to you for the physical therapy, um, it's like, you're talking to not only the business owners, but the people are going to be taking care of you. Whereas I feel like a lot of doctor's offices, you got to, you know, talk to three or four different people before you get in front of your physical therapist. And now they're trying to finish you up before they have to bounce to the next person. So it's, yeah, it's, exactly. it sounds thank, super personal. Yeah, that's, and that's what we wanted. We wanted to be able to, to be the masters of our own domain, you know, and, and we, I had patient not too long ago that I, they called on and I answered and they're like, Oh, I didn't expect to talk to a doctor and said, yeah, that's <laughs> unless <laughs> with the patient and we couldn't have answered, but otherwise like one of us, the phone call comes to both of us. So yeah. someone it's one of us that you're always going to be talking to. Yeah. And our yeah. patients really like to, like, like you were saying, like when you, if you called your PT office, you know, you're going to get the front desk and the front desk. Okay. I'll ask the question to the PT and they'll call you back later. Like, we we get we have our number and so our patients can text us like I had someone text one of my patients text me at like 7 30 the other night and said hey I threw my back out today and I can't see you until next week like what exercise should I do I'm like all right like I sent him some pictures I was like here you go and then I was like next morning he's like I felt great after I'm like yeah like what kind I mean you your PTs don't normally do that like you yeah. would have to wait till your next appointment or maybe they'll call you back three days later so. right <laughs> When they get time in between their 20 patients in eight hours. Yeah, definitely. So um, I I know you said, Chelsea, you've been doing it six years and Amanda about two years. So um, what did y'all do before the the land of physical therapy? So I went from undergrad to graduate school to PT. So, So I've been in it for my, it'll be seven years in May. Um, and I was up in Philly first, we're, we're from Pennsylvania. So I was up in a, a small PT owned clinic up in Philly. And then we moved down, down to the Raleigh area for more of a, more of a lifestyle change, family, dog, kids kind of thing. Um, but no, it's been, it's been PT, school than PT. 
Yeah, same for me, except I didn't move as far as Chelsea. I'm from Wilmington <laughs> originally. Went to school at High Point for undergrad. I was a um, track athlete there and then went to Duke for PT school and then didn't move too far from there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I was born in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. and Oh, were you really? Yeah. And now I'm here. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so they're still well everyone's getting on the tri-state area um i went to um undergrad at penn state okay nice yeah um dad dad's side of the family is still up there i haven't been there in forever um moved down here in 92 and then of course i joined the army and went all over so you know how that is uh amanda what's that sorry i just said are you staying here yeah um I mean, we, we want to move to Texas, but uh, right now with um, what, I, what I do on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm tied to a physical location until we grow the business a little bit more. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. And then um, te Texas is on my priority list. Uh, if you've never been, it's the um, Texas is the greatest nation in the United States. <laughs> uh, but but uh that i mean that could change i'm probably perfectly fine if we go a little while without getting there but we're working on buying our first house and um getting married uh nice congratulations yeah i guess after you propose and she says yes that's what you're supposed to do so I, I, added, I added it to the list. <laughs> uh, uh, Amanda, you said your your husband is in or was in uh, the he army. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yep. So I understand the army lifestyle for sure. He's in the army as well. Yeah, you should tell him to get out. That DD two fourteen is pretty sweet. <laughs> I know he's gonna ride out for a little bit longer. <laughs> okay. That's fair, I guess. He's all like, am I going to retire? Am I not? So that's the phase of life we're in right now. Yeah. Big, big decisions, especially with the in-depth re-enlistment and whatnot. Um, so uh, now, now I'm going to ask you our, our four classic questions. I'm going to add a fifth one, a bonus one. And I'm going to ask that first uh, because a portion of our audience likes dogs and we have a 15 pound mutt who is nothing but a, a terrorist in the house. <laughs> but what, what kind of dogs do y'all have? So we both have mutts. Um, mine is outside right now because he would be barking and be very excited the whole time I'm jumping up here. So maybe we should have let him, <laughs> but he is a border collie lab mix, like 50 pounds. And he's like, absolutely in love with her dog. They're definitely boyfriend, girlfriend for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nice. in love in love and then our dog like amanda said mutt like heinz 57 she's we got a dna test on her and she's 50 percent beagle and then like 13.6 rottweiler then 8.6 australian cattle then german shepherd german short hair pointer pitbull like you name it that's what she is all of them and every she, single one <laughs> she is crazy and wonderful and we love her and she's obsessed with amanda's dog <laughs> my my dog is just obsessed with us um he is a we got him at five weeks old in 2020 uh um like the first week of june um and so uh he is very much a covid puppy and oh, yeah. she was already work from home when by the time we brought him home so 
if someone isn't around, he has a heart attack for a few minutes when we leave. And then we come home and he's curled up on the couch sleeping. Like, what are you guys doing here? This is my house. My house is yourself. Why are you? Uh, so, so the first, uh, the, the first of our standard four questions is, I, I know both of you being um, intellectuals as far as pursuing a higher degree uh, have done plenty of reading for everyone. Um, but I always like to hear about new books or, or see where uh, books we've read uh, cross. So what books are you currently reading? You reading anymore? I'm not reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Pod, um, podcast, audiobook, uh, maybe maybe TV show, YouTube, or movie. You're the you're the TV show movie person. I'm a book person too. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it. I've never have been. I would read for school and then I'd be like, all right, I'm done. I'm done. So I, I'll my oh, Mine, uh, the one I want to bring up right now, I'm I'm thinking, or or I'm currently reading, uh, how successful people think, um, uh, by uh, uh, he wrote uh, 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, John John Maxwell, and then uh, yeah John C Maxwell, and then um one that y'all made me think of was the TB12 method uh, by Tom Brady. Um, I like, I like that book, but the, the end of it, it's, it's like, I would divide it into three sections. It's like a story, uh, how to do the exercises and then a little bit of a sales pitch at the end. So I kind of like the first third of the book better because uh, the yeah. middle half I'm just not going to do or I don't have the equipment in the last part. I'm not planning on playing for the NFL, so I don't really need his clinic. <laughs> um, I do like books. I, I tend to read there. I'm definitely a, a fiction person. So currently reading a book called The Magnolia Palace, um, which is a historical fiction book. And then before that, it was a like cheesy rom-com holiday book called the holiday swap but it was very good and then before that like dark and twisty stuff so like any type of thriller or horror stuff i'm interested in that too i have a range and <laughs> okay uh, yeah i like it yeah well i am a huge podcast person um i i listen to of course i listen to business and brews and the veteran talk show but also um a plethora of other podcasts uh, and sometimes when we're in the car, we don't want to listen to music. So my fiance puts them on, but my podcasts are very much business, current events, uh, nonfiction type stuff and hers. Uh, so technically one of hers is like nonfiction cause it's related to history. Um, but it's very much like in-depth dramatizations of history or stories or fiction, stuff like that. Um, I guess you could say uh, right along the, the true crime genre, if you will. Nice. <laughs> that's, in, in the podcast world, that's what I really like. I recently listened to a few from uh, called Films to be Buried with, with Brett Goldstein. Hmm. Um, and do you ever see uh, Ted Lasso? Mm -hmm. The show Ted Lasso? No. Very funny. Well, he's, he's an actor on there and a writer on there. Um, 
So I've listened to that, but a lot of them I like to listen to are like documentaries. Okay. Okay. So uh, second question, hopefully it doesn't stump you as bad. If you could have, uh, if you could have a drink or, or, or a beer with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and why? I'm, I'm not doing so hot at this. <laughs> <laughs> we should prepare um anyone like not necessarily a celebrity like it could just be yeah somebody. anyone yep this is like common questions i should know this <laughs> i'm never i'm never good at things like that me neither i mean uh, it <sighs> so so i wouldn't I didn't understand this until recently, um, but a lot of people would say their grandfather or a parent or something like that. And so uh, right now in this moment, if I could have a beer with anyone dead or alive, it would be my dad. Yeah, I think, okay, that makes it a little easier. Yeah, I was thinking so. celebrity. I would, I would say my, I would say my grandfather, honestly, because he, he did, he did die earlier than expected and he was like really into me um like he was really into track meets he really you know he knew my pt goals and all of that and he was a big entrepreneur like loved that so he would have he would love to like i would love to sit down and tell him like hey like look at all the stuff you instilled in me like i ended up going to college for track and i'm getting a scholarship i ended up going to pt school and starting my own business like he would be so proud of me and so like i wish yeah so i definitely wish i could share that with him for sure because Definitely wasn't old enough to drink a beer with him when he passed. So now we <laughs> could enjoy that now. <laughs> See him, the, um, I guess, to piggyback, because I'm terrible at thinking of celebrities. And I'm sure as soon as we hang up, I'll think of like, oh, that would have been a good one. Um, but uh, my, I think it's hard to pick this one. My dad's parents are, have both passed away, but one, my grandpa passed away when I was in eighth grade. So he doesn't know any of this about me. My grandma passed away when I was in PT school. Um, that being said, neither of them were big drinkers. Um, but I think they'd have my, uh, my grandma, they would drink a glass of Bailey's every once in a while. So we could have a glass of Bailey's. I could have a beer. Um, but probably my grandpa on my dad's side, um, just to, you know, yeah, exactly what I'm saying. saying. Tell him about everything and show him everything. Have him meet my grandson or his grandson, my yeah. son. Um, yeah. Because he has a big old head just like my grandpa. So <laughs> <laughs> big old head. <laughs> oh cute. Like a pumpkin. <laughs> He's gonna love hearing that later. <laughs> like so it, it, this this is gonna be a, another tangent a little bit, but a lot of people are you know, I'm not on social media. I don't like being on camera, this, that, and the third. Um, and I kind of get it, but after, you know, dad was gone, we spent hours with everyone digging through their computers and files. Cause dad, uh, was the, uh, hated the government. So if, if he could just not participate in society or the internet, he would take that route in a heartbeat. And so it was very difficult to, to dig stuff up. Um, a lot of people, even the ones with physical copies of photos still had to be found and scanned in. And, uh, and from doing this show, as well as the fact that I've been creating content for four or five years, 
uh, that's not going to be a problem at all for me. Um, and so I hope one day that your son grows up and hears you call him a big head on a random podcast. It unfortunately runs in the family. I may not look it, but I have a large head. So does my husband. So does my brother. So does my <laughs> grandfather. He didn't, ha- he didn't have a chance. He didn't have a chance. It was happening. So <laughs> big head. <laughs> and it's funny because with, I mean, how he will grow up, like, yeah, you would think that he is going to see this because he's going to grow up with, I mean, we're trying not to put a phone in his hand any earlier than we need to, but I mean, just yeah. as much as we take pictures and videos of yeah. him already, and he's looking at it and we're FaceTiming with family up in Pennsylvania and like, he already know, you know, he already sees himself on that and it's kind of crazy. <laughs> he's going to get older and be like, why didn't y'all tell me? You should have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like, he was like a punk, like a basketball. uh so so the third one is when you're not uh busy uh helping your patients answering text messages and phone calls running your business or being on a business podcast what do you like to do for fun so me and my husband have started a new hobby we're just getting into it now um but we, um, he is, so he's a helicopter pilot um, mm. for the army, what he does, but he also just recently is getting his license for um, like fixed wings for, for airplanes. So that's kind of our, our new hobby is like being able to like go like fly places and like kind of just explore North Carolina. So that's okay. our new hobby <laughs> that we're getting into. <laughs> uh, so, so real quick, uh, you said he's a, a helicopter pilot um first of all blackhawk or apache and warrant officer or commission he is commissioned so he when he went to fort rucker he was um he went through the blackhawk course um but he now flies the uh-72 lakota as his main aircraft okay so he must be a lieutenant first or second he's a first lieutenant yeah i was i was like i so i have a buddy i was just editing an episode for veteran talk show uh and he's a captain and once you become a captain as a commission officer, as a pilot, um, he uh, flies Blackhawks. He flies fixed wing uh, for some airline now. But um, you don't you don't fly anymore once you get to captain. You're administrative, I guess. Yeah, that's like kind of like we were talking about like big decisions. He's trying to make like, all right, what do I do now? Because he wants to keep flying. So <laughs> I, I uh, I'll, I'll send you my buddy's contact info. He has, he he got told no his entire career and now he's been in for 16 years, I think. So good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No, no, our our hobbies are a lot less interesting than that. Um, (laughs) We don't fly planes, unfortunately. Um, But we, well, hanging out, hanging out with boy and and pup, of course, but uh, my family's big skiers. So I've been skiing since I was three. And um, that's that's my favorite winter hobby. We don't get to do it as much now in North Carolina. And honestly, even in Pennsylvania, you've had for years up and down. Um, we typically go out west skiing. So that's that's my favorite hobby aside from aside from work. Um, otherwise, we do really enjoy, like Amanda was saying, we like watching movies. We lo- I love Broadway musicals, much to her dismay. Uh, yeah. um, I- <laughs> She's like, have you watched this Broadway musical? I'm like, no, I've never seen it. So watch it. So that's I what I really love. <laughs> I'm picturing and, and, the 
South Park episode, um, French fries pizza, French fries yeah, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> We're, you're more advanced. I was going to say, thankfully, we're a little past that. Um, but that's where we all start. That's where you got to start. Yeah, that's that's where I would start. I've never been snow skiing. Um, done just about everything on water, or at least that, that was around up until a few years ago. Um, I've never owned a boat. Uh, I, I'm of the philosophy, uh, the, the best thing, um, the, the best way to get out on the water is to have a friend that has a boat. <laughs> the, the second best thing is to be the one that owns it. Uh, so I have a lot of friends that have boats, but they're not nearby. So water skiing, um, those, I would not say those are my, a lot of my hobbies center around work. It's pretty boring. Uh, I talk to, I talk to business owners and veterans when I'm not working. That's, that, those are my hobbies. <laughs> hey, that's good. Yeah, exactly. If it's what you like to do, then that's yeah, great. it's a good time. I, I learn a lot and ho hopefully, uh, help people like you get exposure and, and lots of different interesting stories um and uh and an accidental network as a residual effect so yeah it's a good time now i know two physical therapists yeah if you need anything listen absolutely <laughs> so that brings us to the fourth final and absolutely most important question of all uh where can people find you so we are at 2205 North Grassland, Grassland Drive in Fuquay. And that's right off uh, Route 55, Highway 55. Um, and we are located within CrossFit South Wake. So we have our separate office in there. And then we also are on Instagram, on Facebook, and um, our website is evolveptnc.com. Nice and simple. I like yeah. it. So I will uh, definitely put uh, the link to your website uh, in the show notes. I, I know I saw your uh, addresses on your website, so that'll make it easy for people to find you as well. Uh, but I wanted to thank both of you for coming on. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to do so and talking with me. Hey, we appreciate this. We're really excited about it because it's like you said, like good to meet someone new and hopefully get some, some local ne networking out of it too. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, if you want to hang out for a second after I'm going to stop the recording, but, uh, thanks again. This has been the business and brew show hosted by yours. Truly Ryan smelts edited and produced by Ryan 